This episode is brought to you by Novello Mattresses, where comfort meets innovation, giving you the perfect night's sleep you've been dreaming of. Are you tired of tossing and turning all night, struggling to find a comfortable position? Look no further than Novilla Mattresses, the ultimate sleep solution designed with your comfort in mind. Experience the luxury of a good night's sleep with Novilla's advanced mattress technology. Their mattresses are crafted using the finest materials, providing the perfect balance of support and softness. Whether you prefer a plush feel or a firmer surface, Novilla has a mattress that caters to your unique sleep preference. But what sets Novilla apart from the rest? It's their commitment to innovation and quality. Each mattress is thoughtfully engineered to provide optimal spinal alignment, reducing pressure points, and ensuring you wake up feeling refreshed and rejuvenated every morning. Say goodbye to restless nights and hello to blissful sleep with Novilla's cutting-edge cooling technology. Their mattresses are designed to regulate temperature, keeping you cool and comfortable throughout the night. No more waking up in a sweat, just pure, uninterrupted sleep. Worried about allergens and dust mites? Don't be. Novilla mattresses are hypoallergenic and resistant to common allergens, ensuring a healthier sleep environment for you and your loved ones. And here's the best part. Novilla is committed to affordability. They believe that everyone deserves a great night's sleep without breaking the bank. That's why their mattresses are competitively priced, giving you the best value for your money. But don't just take our word for it. Join the thousands of satisfied customers who have already made the switch to Novilla. Even when your mom comes to my place, just know she's getting a great night's sleep, among other things. <laughs> Experience the difference for yourself and discover what it truly means to sleep like you've never slept before. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% off any purchase you make through Novilla directly. Ready to transform your sleep experience? Visit their website today and choose the Novilla mattress that suits your needs. Your journey to a better night's sleep starts now with Novilla mattresses. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you want it the most, there's no easy way out. When you're ready to go and your heart's left in doubt, don't give up on your faith, but come to those who believe it. And that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Hello and what is going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome to yet another episode of Cancel Schweezy, better known as the Lord's Trademark Favorite Podcast. I was told. I was told that the today is going to be probably one of the best episodes of Cancel Schweezy ever made. Every week, we, we're doing, we're going nothing but up here, folks. Uh, welcome to the show. Got a lot of cool, got a lot of cool things to talk about this week. Uh, some, uh, what someone would say. Cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. But, uh, it's also gonna be raw stuff like this. I like that. Uh, or, it's gonna be also gonna be raw stuff like this. I like that. But I'm already finding out on my own that it's wiping the walls between you and me. And I really like that. <laughs> Allows us into each other's world, or I guess in my case, my green screen. Oh. Welcome, uh, welcome to the show uh, today, folks. A little, we're just starting off a little, quoting a little Garth Brooks, known serial killer, and also I'm kind of at a point I think it's real because he, it's confirmed that he really hates the serial killer joke. <laughs> he's a serial killer, and uh, you know how most people would just, you know, he's not doing anything weird like agging people on, but I don't think that being public information is uh, no. Uh, a cool thing, uh, so 
yeah, that, that's smart. Uh, what have I been doing this week? Uh, well, I got a haircut, so you can, if you're watching the show, you can see. If you're not watching the show, uh, believe that I got a haircut, and if you need proof, check out the video, I guess. I, you know, um, I don't know why you're sitting there, just like, he got a haircut, prove it. Okay. Um, I don't know why you're like that, but uh, you can still listen to the show, but... Uh, but I think I remember I talked about a couple weeks ago, I uh, or like two weeks ago, I think, maybe. Yeah, I think it would, had to have been two episodes ago. Uh, I played, I sang some songs for my mom's uh, first grade class, and I think other first grade classes were, uh, were there as well. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but one kid was like, you're the best singer I've ever heard. I'm like, you haven't heard a lot of singers, have you, kid? But I, gotta, I do got to admit, though, you know, the the entertainment brought in during for school, you know, sometimes it's a magician, sometimes it's just a guy with a bunch of snakes. Always it, and that's always random or like some don't do drugs thing. But then I come in, I'm like, these kids, you know, when I was a kid, we always got yeah, we had fucking magicians or guys with, you know, it's always and always guys with snakes. Like how the fuck do you have all these fucking snakes? That's always a question. And guess what? I don't know. But uh so, yeah, but, uh, you know, but, like, me coming in and playing songs to them, and I didn't sing fucking Wheels on the Bus Go Round and Round, all the song kids don't, songs that kids don't actually like, but apparently adults think kids like. Uh, kids, kids are, especially, like, I think they're, like, six or seven-year-old first graders, I'm like, they, you know, they like songs that we like for the most part, you know, up to, you know, a certain extent, you know. Uh, and so, you know, they got... They got a fucking 10 out of 10 uh, entertainment at this school, you know. Not every school is getting 10 out of 10 entertainment. Most of the time, it's not 10 out of 10. Usually, if a guy shows up with a guitar to play for kids, it's not good. Uh, but when I did it, it was phenomenal. But anyways, though, I was getting my haircut, you know, long story. Long story short, you know, if someone says that, it's going to be a long story. Just calm your tits. Uh <laughs> Uh, and so, like, the kids were like, ha! And, like, a couple kids, like, one, a kid came with her dad. Her dad was getting a haircut. It was two girls. Uh, her dad came to get a haircut, and then she was, like, talking to me, and I'm like, you know, like, you know, you know, you don't want your kids getting hurt or anything. I'm just like, oh, I played guitar for their, for their last day of summer school, and then that way the dad's like, oh, okay. Uh, my kid's not just being weird, you know? Uh, so I get that, and then while I'm getting my haircut, uh, a mom comes in, she has four kids with her, which is too many kids, first of all. But, like, two of the boys and then other two girls. I go to a barber, like, who does boy hair, you know? He, you know, and then, like, another kid, you know, like, I got my hair cut done, and they all, like, gave me a hug, and I'm like, I'd tell the moms, like, I am just, I played at their school, I played at their school, they don't know me from anything else. And the mom, uh, you know, it was okay. But, like, I'm always skeptical, you know, because, like, I don't want to come across as, like, you know, being weird around kids, you know, I don't want to be one of those guys, you know, usually they're on a list and you're usually on a website, you know, that you can look at and find their address. I don't want to be even anywhere near that. Uh, so, so yeah, telling that. And, you know, I've come to realize, you know, going to schools, like teachers, especially like who are around like small kids, it's like they have, they almost live in a different world, uh, from when I'm living in, like most people just have normal jobs, you know, they pick up their kids and stuff like that. But like, Teaching me around kids all day, it's not like, you know, I have kind of a mouth, and I guarantee you, if I worked, like, 40-plus hours a week around children, I would probably c cuss a lot less. And 
at the end of the day, this show would be less entertaining if I'm not swearing up and down the whole time. Uh, unless, unless you're my mom who's like, you know, people aren't going to like your show if you cuss so much. You know, I'm like, uh, too late. And guess what? No one cares because <laughs> no one fucking cares. Uh, yeah, so, you know, you don't try not to be the fucking weird guy around kids. Um, I also, I was playing in the local community band too. I'm playing, I played upright bass. I played percussion in high school and I'm like, I don't want to count for 30 measures, you know, and stuff like that. I just think, I don't know when like percussion actually plays a lot of fun, but it's just a lot of waiting, a lot of counting. And it's like, it's hard, it's, you know, it's just not fun. You know, there's usually too many. So I just played upright bass. I think I had to play timpani on one song and boy, was it just okay. After 11 years of not playing that instrument, it's just okay. Uh, I don't know, in the school, usually they have, like, a little, like, thing that'll tell you, like, a little thing you can adjust that'll tell you what note you're on, and the school doesn't want it because, and listen to this reasoning, it's because it's not always right. And I'm like, no shit, just because, you know, like, with guitars, like, you can tune it and then just sit, let it sit around for a week, and uh, if you pick it up again, it's not going to be in tune. Uh, it could be close, but it's not going to be in tune for the most part, you know, because the wood adjusts, there's, you know, how the weather adjusts, cold makes it flat, sharp makes it, what was it, hot makes it, hot weather makes it sharp, cold weather makes it flat, so, yeah, that's right, so, uh, yeah, and so they could, I'm like, you just, you know, you adjust it before performance, and then you don't have to, then you worry about it, and then you adjust it again during the next performance to make sure you're right. You know, it's that easy, but they don't do that. Um, I guess it was rained out or they thought it was going to get rained out. So we did it at a local nightclub and I've played at nightclubs, you know, so it's not a big deal. Uh, it's weird being dressed up like you are for like a wind ensemble concert and playing wind ensemble instruments and wind ensemble songs in a nightclub. It's just the weirdest fucking thing, you know, but, uh, I guess it worked out and cool. And it was a real nightclub, so they didn't have air conditioning, so that was fun. Uh, but yeah, no. So so I think I posted a picture of me on Instagram just like fucking playing upright bass at a club. It's so fucking ridiculous. Uh, and it was fun. But I don't know, it was fun. We actually Playing bass it was a lot more fun than doing percussion for the most part because you actually get to play, and that's what I liked about it. And so, yeah, that was my week. What, what did you guys do this week? I'd love to know. I'm actually serious. I would be curious what if you have any cool stories i'd like to hear it uh make sure you're checking out uh, my music wherever you stream music at i'm there uh i'll have an announcement big things coming as the as the local bands like to say big things coming over there so make sure you're uh you're following me wherever you get your music so you get notified of that of uh of that and anything else regarding that as well so uh stay tuned there or you can follow me on social media at the Shweezy. Uh, I will make a, I will have a Threads account coming, but the announcement's going to be attached to the Threads account. As well. The big thing's coming. The big thing's coming is going to uh, be that. Uh, so make sure you check me out at the Shweezy on the Shweezy. And I think it's just Shweezy under music, too, so check that out. Uh, we have multiple ways you can financially support the show if you want to. We do have a Patreon page, and it's basically become a tip jar. Um but if you'd like to, we have Cash App and PayPal set up, so you can, you know, help us out there if you want to send us some money. Uh, I'm going to get an Amazon wish list set up, too, and that's going to be, and I'm going to try to make it 
podcast-related gear and music-related gear for the most part on that, like, wish list. That way it's not like, you're not fucking buying me. It's like uh, a 10-pack of condoms. And I bet some of you would think that's hilarious because it's a life. You'd be like, it's a lifetime supply of condoms for you. Uh, you're, you're fucking, you're fucking hilarious. <laughs> you get the laugh, okay? You get the laugh. No, actually, no. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! That's what you get. Um, so yeah, just go check that out. But don't forget all the free shit you can do. Make sure you're, uh, subscribed, uh, especially over on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, make sure you go check out our YouTube page. Uh, that way you know, uh, when we have episodes and stuff like that. And we also post the highlights as well over there, and so those are e- easy ways to share the show with your friend, and it makes, uh, it makes things, makes things really cool, you know? So, definitely check that out, uh, don't be gross, and, uh, don't be stingy. Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. Don't like that. Obviously, if you're on an audio platform, leave us a review and give us a five, four, three, two, or one star rating, so, 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 Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just need a little bit to be pumped up a little bit. That always gets. That always seems to get you pumped up. You know. I don't. I've never know, noticed that. Hmm. Here's something I want. I've been thinking about. So, <laughs> been watching. Uh, you know. Sometimes you know it's late at night and things happen. You know. You know things happen. And uh, so I was watching. Like YouTube has like commercials. It's like uh, or no, not commercials. They have like retro commercials. Like commercials from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, stuff like that. It's kind of like a nostalgia throwback, and it can be a lot of fun. But I remember, like, it's weird how ads change over time. You know, that was that got me thinking, because uh, a lot of, like, 90s commercials, it's like they would have made a look. It's usually an actor, okay? That's the thing. Uh, sometimes it's not, but they'll be like, I'm a voice. I'm a radio host, and if I can't talk, then I can't do my job. That's why I love this uh, this throat spray. You know, like those are the commercials. Like, and I would know what a good throat spray is because I'm a radio personality. And like, clearly, a lot of times it's like actors, you know, who are not involved in whatever career field ever. But it, it's so strange. I remember there was like a was it Morgan Freeman movie? He's like starring Morgan Freeman on the app on on the run from the thing, like actual voiceover like and it's gotten to a point where like those commercials are so old like we've passed it because there's, there's like the original idea and then parodies of the idea and parodies of like oh uh, this is what a 90s commercial felt like you know like we're gonna parody that's going from parody and now it's just like you're like is this a joke and like you're watching i'm like is this a joke like it's been a parody so long that now it's just a joke and that's what like advertisements evolve from. And it's also like cool to see the evolution of what works as an advertisement to that way someone will actually go out and buy said product from the advertisement. It was like very, it's, you know, it's very interesting. Uh, was something involved with me having these thoughts? Yes. And I think you could probably guess what's going on there. But retro ads, you know, it's, in, it's just, they're very interesting, uh, very nostalgic, very fun. And sometimes you find an absolute, an absolute gem. Like what was the uh, one commercial I was watching? It was, uh, it was like lots and lots of jets and planes. You know, it was like just like video footage of planes and shit like that. Like sometimes you buy it for like a young child, you know, and be like cool, and they watch it, and you know, like 
they let mom drink wine for a little bit while the kids just zoned out, you know, watching this TV. Uh, so that's like, uh, so that's like stuff you would see, but I'm like, also I'm thinking like, their target demographic audience is autistic people. Like, lots and lots of planes, and their target audience is... Their target audience is autistic people. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just want to say there's nothing wrong with that, but that is the target audience, okay? And I think we all know how. And I'm not making a diss, but I just, I'm just saying that's the target audience. The show's called Cancel Shweezy, folks. I don't know what you're expecting me to not say, Okay. All right, let's jump into previous week right now. What is previous week right now, you may be asking? It's the news. The news that we're from last week that we'll go over today. So let's just jump into it. See what's going on here. First article we got is from AV Club. Drake wonders if he's been in a coma since his Degrassi audition. Have you ever gotten like so high, bro, that you don't even know if anything is like even real at all? Drake has. Celebrities, they really are just like us. The God's Plan rapper and published poet, a title he almost definitely doesn't deserve, at least according to a bunch of other published poets, flexed his philosophical muscles yesterday in a scored Instagram voice memo that sounds more like one of those talky intros to an old Bright Eyes song than anything else. Dude, it's fucking... I want to find this voicemail. I'm going to put it in a song. Some... Okay, so here's Drake. Let me, let me do my Drake and impression. <clears throat> Someone asked me the other night what my biggest fear is, and I've never really had a good answer for it, but my answer was that all this is for nothing. He begins before detailing about his musing sent... I didn't do a very good impression. We're just going to speak in my normal voice. Musing sent them deep into a spiral of thought about his life and how surreal it feels at times, which, fair, the guy has been famous since he was 15 and achieved success beyond most of our wildest dreams. That must be pretty hard to wrap your head around at times. But Drake, the visionary behind such stanzas as those guys are so burnt out we can smell it from here and i'm not for you i'm really starting to put two and two together because it's four yeah is not exactly a master of metaphor nope he means surreal literally like maybe his whole life has been a drug-induced coma hallucination his video continues i go back to the day when i was like 13 or 14 i had an audition for a tv show that ultimately shaped my life degrassi and before my audition i went to this kid's house and i out of i guess a desire to be accepted i would succumb to peer pressure and i got high with these kids right before my audition and i kind of wonder like maybe i'm still high maybe i'm in some coma and this this is just like me playing out my ideal life, and that concept has stuck with me for a lot of years. I mean, it feels like reality, it feels tangible, but I definitely wonder sometimes. One might think that this writer or any other human being on the planet could easily assuage this concern because we can, you know, very obviously tell that Drake is a grown man <laughs> interacting with other sentient beings and is not, in fact, a 13-year-old stone kid in a coma. But maybe that's not big brain enough of us. Maybe he's right, and we're all living in a simulation inside Drake's head. Maybe none of us are real. Maybe we never were. Maybe that really was God's plan for him all along. <laughs> all right, so... All right, well, we had a lot to unpack here, folks, so let's just jump right, you know. Let's just jump into it. Um, I think, the thing is, though, I think we've all kind of had this thought, though, th that thought before, you know, is like, you know, I think we've all had, we've all questioned the simulation, 
And uh, if your life is shit, I would say uh, that you need to question whoever's running the simulation you're in. I don't know. I don't believe in like the simulation, but I think it's uh, it's it's fair to say we've all at least thought about it for a minute. Uh, but no, I feel like the world is a little too shitty to be a simulation because I feel like if the world the world would have to be perfect, like a perfect place. If the world was a perfect place, I think that would be well enough to question whether we're in a simulation because I I have to imagine there's someone, it would have to be someone at the top or a group of people at the top running this simulation and uh, feel at that point, like, if you're going to make a simulation, you try to make, like, the perfect world. Like, that would be the whole point of, like, a simulation. You know, we talk about, uh, what was that, what was the Florence Pugh, Harry Styles movie that we, uh, oh no. What was that movie called? It was, you know, Olivia Wilde. Harry Styles movies. I think it's like, don't worry, darling. Is it? Yeah, don't worry, darling. I figured it out. I figured it out. Everyone at home is like, it's fucking don't worry, darling. God fucking damn it, Sweezy. I'm like, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm trying to do a show here. Um, so yeah, with the Gooby simulation like that, because in that simulation, isn't it like a, even like it's a great world. It's like the guys go out to work and the women, you know, just get to socialize and be themselves. And, you know, some people woke up in the simulation and you're like, you know what? This isn't that bad. I'm fine with this. And then some women are like, let me out of here. I had a great life. Um, so that's cool. So now we get to the point where it's like we're in Drake simulation. And I got to say, Drake, uh, good for you. Good for your simulation. But I'm going to I'm going to tell you right now, your simulation kind of sucks, dude. Uh, it's not good. Uh, if this is your simulation, if we're all in your world, you need to fucking figure out world peace immediately because I feel like the whole, the whole idea of being human, uh, that we're humans is that like all, you know, we're always, I think everyone's always going to go to war with everyone or have peace or at one point, like, I feel like war isn't like, I'm not for it, but I think it's going to happen for the most part. Uh, and re- in reality, it's because wars make money for people. And, uh, yeah, you know, it, it just kind of all comes back around. And so that is a weird theory I heard that was like the purpose of the CIA is to is to continue having is to make sure we are currently always in war. So so very interesting stuff. And I guess that's why military recruitment is so heavy. So it makes it easier for the fatties like me. But anyways, Drake, if you're hearing this, which I guarantee you, I don't know why you would not check out this show, uh, just know your simulation kind of sucks, and you should you should do something about it, you know? Watch the Truman Show. I don't know if that's the best answer. What's a good simulation? Don't watch... Maybe The Matrix isn't a good one either. I don't know. Is there any good simulation movies where it's just, like, everyone's happy, and, like, they're like, you know what? Actually, no, there would be no conflict, and to have a story, you have to have conflict, so... Yeah, probably is going to be a no, no from there. So at least you heard my thoughts on the uh, simulation theory. So uh, cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. All right. This is from Exclaim coming back from last week or two weeks ago, I think was when we did that. Uh, Colleen Ballinger denies copywriting toxic gossip train apology song. 
If you spent more than 15 minutes online in the past two weeks, you've probably heard about Colleen Ballinger's, aka Miranda Sings, ukulele sing-along response to some pretty serious allegations. Now it seems as though the disgraced comedian has claimed copyright over Toxic Gossip Train, using it to take down videos criticizing the poor taste apology. Uh, and then they had to update there on 712. Representatives of for Ballinger have denied claims that she claimed copyright infringement claims over the song, nor was she the one to upload the track to Apple Music. Miss Ballinger did not upload the song or video to Apple Music or to any other streaming platforms for sale or for any other purpose. We don't know if it got published on those platforms, her rep told BuzzFeed News. They continued, it was done without Miss Ballinger's knowledge or authorization, and we have taken measures to have it removed. Likewise, Miss Ballinger has not issued a copyright infringement claim on videos featuring the song, nor has she monetized the video. Toxic Gossip Train has since been removed from Apple Music. Let's rewind a bit. Last month, Ballinger was accused of grooming members of her young follower base, and per reporting by the Huffington Post, multiple ex-fans claimed that she would talk about sex and ask minors inappropriate questions in a group chat called Weenies. Internet persona Trisha Paytas also claimed that Ballinger subscribed to her OnlyFans and shared paywalled nude content of her with her underage followers. Ooh, that's a twist. Following the report, as old videos supposedly showcasing Ballinger as Miranda Singh's character being similarly inappropriate and making racial insensitive jokes began to resurface, much of the internet was all aboard the toxic gossip train. As opposed to the typical hour-long, tearful apology video that comes to be expected of canceled YouTubers, Ballinger pulled out a ukulele and sang through her side of the story in 10 minutes. She admitted to talking to fans in group chats, though she denies that it was ever sexual. The very millennial apology also suggested accusers were spreading lies and rumors for clout. Now that the apology has been dragged across the internet and analyzed in countless other videos, the track has been uploaded to Apple Music and copyright claims have been made on it YouTube rules state the creators can't use content that someone else owns the copyright to, such as music tracks. Eden Klein, a popular YouTuber channel, H3H3 Productions, has shared screenshots showing that the H3 podcast was hit with a copyright claim for a toxic gossip train in an episode discussing the situation. As such, people online are now speculating Ballinger made her response a song purposely in order to take down any backlash. As of last night, July 10th, all of Ballinger's remaining tour dates of as Miranda Singh has been canceled. Man, talk about like ruining, making your career even worse. Uh, if you do something cringy, uh, folks. What? If you do something cringy, all that's going to happen is going to make things a lot worse. Um, so, okay, let me look at this, read this update again. Uh, Representative for Ballinger of Denied Claims. All right, so her representatives are denying the platforms. Okay. So, you know, representative, and also think, like, don't look at them as the bad guy. They're just, they're getting paid to clean up messes. Like, that's, you know, uh, you know, and uh, they, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I, I always feel bad for PR people. They're like, they clearly, like, you know, like, but clearly the PR people didn't do anything wrong. Like, they're getting paid to make the situation better. And, uh, you know, sometimes they do shady stuff, but, like, you know, for the most part, like, they're just, they're just getting paid. Kind of like the nuts. no. That'd be horrible. Uh, it's like a, the thought of like, you know, if you know, I think that might be an upcoming question for the advice. So I don't want to do that. So yeah, and I actually kind of thought, I actually kind of thought about this when the video initially came out. I'm like, what if she's doing this so she can like, cause like everyone's going to react to this. Like, cause, and in my mind, like, you know, I don't know. She could be a 
like a genius. Of course, if she was a genius, uh, she probably wouldn't be weird around kids, I also think. Usually geniuses, unless they, they want something, you know, because it doesn't sound like she wanted something. She was just being weird. Like, I don't think there, I mean, there, it was sexual and topic, but the things like, you know, she's like setting vans and shit, like sexual and topic. But at the end of the day, it's not like any sort of assault or anything weird or, uh, but it's just, it's just weird. That's all it is. It's just weird. Uh, and that, you know, and that really makes me think about like the copyright claim. Cause I thought like, that'd be a perfect way you start copyright claiming all this shit and like big creators, you know, react to it. And then you just copyright claim that shit, you know? And, uh, because, you know, fair use, there's fair use, but it's hard to say fair use with songs because if a song's played, it's, it's like, it's over and done, you know? Um, so yeah, so, and then H3 got the screenshots and I, you know, I like, I used to love H3. I've kind of not been into them because I think it's, they've gotten too big and it's a lot of it's kind of punching down and they try to make up drama for no reason. But this, I mean, this, you know, assuming nothing's edited or anything, but usually Ethan and Hila, Hila, Hila. I don't think I've ever said her name out loud before, Hila. Um, I don't think they're the kind of people who would make up shit. Now they'll try to, they're the type of people who try to start drama, but they're not the people to make up shit for the drama. They usually do stick with facts, you know, usually for the most part. And yeah, the fact that they have screenshots does show that she did, uh, did fucking publish this song. And, and if it's on a record label, they, you know, record labels, they probably have like auto bots that'll, that check that for you. I know on the show, I've been trying to update it and I'll put like clips from the show in the background, like, but me talking and there's no volume or anything. And, you know, it's usually like reverse too. And like, y'all still get copyright claims and stuff like that. Which means I've come to the decision that I will be playing a little bit or my favorite parts of Toxic Gossip Train on this show. I'm not a huge creator, but I have a little bit of clout and I'm going to see if I get copyright claimed for this because I don't think I really care if I get copyright claim on this on this video. And I'm just I kind of came into this episode thinking that. So please enjoy uh, a little bit of Toxic Gossip Train to see if we get flagged. All aboard the Toxic Gossip Train. Chugging down the tracks of misinformation, the toxic gossip train. You got a one-way ticket to manipulation station, toxic gossip train. Tie me to the tracks and harass me for my past. Cause rumors look like facts. If you don't mind the gaps, I won't survive in the crash. But hey, at least you're having fun. Everyone. I've been wanting to come online and talk to you about a few things. Um, even though my team has strongly advised me to not say what I want to say, I recently realized that they never said that I couldn't sing what I want to say. So, here I am, and um, today I only want to talk about the facts. So, I hope that you'll be willing to listen. Here we go. Many years ago, I used to message my fans, uh, but not in a creepy way, like a lot of you are trying to suggest. It was more of a loser kind of way, where I was just trying to be besties with everybody. It's kind of like uh, when you go to like a family gathering, 
know, and there's a weird aunt there who keeps coming up to you and going like, hey girl, what's the tea? And you're like, ugh. Um, that was me, but in group chats with my fans. It was weird. I've been sharing my life online for over 15 years. I've poured my heart out to you, and because of that, I feel like I'm talking to my friends. But in the beginning of my career, I didn't really understand that maybe there should be some boundaries there. There were times in the DMs when I would overshare details of my life, which was really weird of me. I haven't done that for years, you see, because I changed my behavior and I took accountability. But that's not very interesting, is it? So let's go on the toxic gossip train. The locomotive's fueled with hateful accusations. The toxic gossip train. Steamroll over someone's reputation. Toxic gossip train. Hop on board but close your eyes, otherwise you'll realize that the train is made of lies and that person you despise maybe didn't deserve to die, but hey. And our last article we got here today, uh, this is from Entrepreneur. I think it's just called Entrepreneur.com. <laughs> really getting the high quality shit here today, folks. Uh, this is wild. Internet is losing it over Burger King's 20 sliced cheese sandwich. Is there such a thing as too cheesy? Burger King in Thailand is going viral for its new sandwich that contains only bread and cheese. 20 slices of it that is dubbed the real cheeseburger. The bizarre new menu item will consist of American cheese and the chain's signature sesame seed bun sold for a reduced price of 109 Thai baht, roughly $3.10, versus the regular cheeseburger, which goes for 380 baht. Dozens of TikTokers ran to the chain to post clips of the sandwich and what they thought of the gooey concoction. The sandwich also made a stir on Twitter where users globally called the menu item too much and questioned how eating the entire burger, burgerless burger would affect their stomachs. According to one user on social media, customers can add an extra two slices for 50 cents just in case 20 wasn't enough. Uh, burger King Thailand even posted the sandwich on Facebook writing, this is no joke, this is for real. Restaurant Brands International, Burger King's parent company, is coming off a strong Q1 to 2023 after a 15% year-over-year increase consolidated system-wide sales. Burger King International Restaurant saw a 12% increase in global comparable sales. RBI was up just under 46% year-over-year as, as of Tuesday afternoon. <coughs> so, first of all, I think we all, I think I need to, I need to make a formal announcement on this. Uh, what is my opinion on American cheese, you may be asking. Now look, I believe American, American cheese is a great cheese. Uh, specifically, if you, if you want good American cheese, uh, at your grocery store there's crap, like stuff like Kraft Singles where it's wrapped each individual in a plastic container, or there's uh, American cheese deluxe where it's all kind of like one brick, but there's little like perforated edges on it so you can like peel it off. That is kind of, so it's called, American cheese deluxe. That's what you look for at a grocery store. And that is the good American cheese. That's the kind of stuff you want. However, though, and also that's kind of like what, I mean, similar to what McDonald's had, and that's what Burger King and every other fast food place has as well. But the thing with American cheese, though, is it needs to be melted. Like, if you eat it not melted, it's not good. I mean, it, it's fine, but it's not good. The, the purpose of American cheese is for it to be melted. That's why it's like, if you have it, it's the best cheese for a cheeseburger, and it's the best cheese for like grilled cheese and stuff like that as well. So just knowing that, I'm just letting you know 
That's, you know, that's what American cheese is. So when people talk about how American cheese is fake cheese or processed cheese or gross or whatever, it's supposed to be melted on something. It's not supposed to be eaten like cold straight out of the refrigerator. Like other cheeses are most, most likely that. That's the real purpose of American cheese. However, they could, Burger King easily could make a grilled cheese sandwich. Now, this is a cool trick, and some restaurants do this if, like, you know, they kind of add it to their kids' menu. So instead of, like, you and, like, kind of, like, white bread type of, you know what I'm talking about, like, the white loaf bread, what they'll do is they'll take their buns and set, you know, there's the crust side and the non-crust side, the crusty, you know what they say. What you do is, like, the, you know, the white side of the burger bun uh, is, like, face down, so you have both ends on it, and then you put the cheese in the middle where, like, the, you know, where the, uh, where the crust is of the burger, you know, and so it's, like, inside, the burger's basically inside out, you know, squish it down and cook it like a grilled cheese. That's a cool way if, like, you're ever wanting a grilled cheese, but you only have burger buns. Great way to do it. And if the restaurant has, like, a good bun, like, a good brioche bun, like, it can be a real, it's a really good cheese sandwich, you know, better bread makes a good cheese sandwich. So, I'm surprised they didn't do that. Uh, at the end of the day, though, uh, Eating that much cheese—that's so many calories. Because it's—it's because cheese is mostly fat, and like, fat is really calorie dense. So, uh, it's a, you're adding a lot of fat to your diet, and even more calories. So, good for you. You look happy and healthy, not me. Oh, whatever. FNX Fitness, the ultimate destination for fitness enthusiasts looking to reach their peak performance and achieve their health goals. Are you tired of the same old fitness routines that leave you feeling uninspired and unmotivated? Look no further than FNX Fitness, where they bring a fresh and innovative approach to your fitness journey. At FNX Fitness, they believe that true fitness goes beyond just physical strength. It's about nourishing your body and mind and soul to unlock your full potential. That's why they offer a wide range of high-quality supplements and products designed to support your active lifestyle. Fuel your workouts and enhance your recovery with the scientifically formulated supplements. From pre-workout energizers to post-workout recovery blends, FNX Fitness has you covered every step of the way. Their products are carefully crafted using premium ingredients, ensuring you get the nutrients you need to perform at your best. But don't take, but FNX Fitness is more than just supplements. It's a community of like-minded individuals who share your passion for fitness and well-being. Join their supportive community and gain access to expert advice, workout tips, and motivational content that will keep you inspired and on track towards your goals. They understand that fitness is a personal journey, which is why they offer a wide range of products to cater to your individual needs. Whether you're a seasoned athlete looking to take your performance to the next level or a beginner taking your first steps towards a healthier life, lifestyle, FNX Fitness has the tools and resources to support you every step of the way. But don't just take my word for it. Join the thousands of satisfied customers who have already experienced the FNX Fitness difference. Transform your fitness routine and unlock your potent full potential with FNX Fitness. And using our code in the description, you can save 15% off your order from their website. Ready to take your fitness to the next level? Uh, visit their website on your Nihilist or your, your Nihilist retailer today and discover the power of FNX Fitness. Elevate your performance, fuel your passion, and become the best version of yourself with FNX Fitness. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Cash App. 
the easiest way to send, spend, and save money with just a few taps on your phone. Are you tired of dealing with the hassle of carrying cash or waiting in long lines at the bank? With Cash App, you can say goodbye to those inconveniences and hello to a seamless financial experience. Sending money to friends and family has never been easier. Whether you're splitting the bill at dinner, paying your share of rent, or simply sending a birthday gift, Cash App lets you transfer money instantly, directly from your bank account. No need to worry about writing checks or handling physical cash anymore. Uh, but Cash App doesn't stop there. It's complete financial ecosystem right at your fingertips. Use the app to easily pay for your morning coffee, groceries, or even your monthly subscriptions. With just a simple scan or tap, you can make purchases at millions of locations, both online and offline. And here's the best part. Cash App helps you save money too. With its innovative Boost feature, you can unlock exclusive discounts and cashback rewards at popular retailers, restaurants, and even your favorite services. It's like having your own personal saving assistant always looking out for the best deals. Worried about security? Cash App has you covered. With top-notch encryption and advanced security features, your financial information is always protected. Plus, if you have ever had any questions or concerns, Cash App's dedicated customer support team is available 24-7 to assist you. So why wait? Join millions of satisfied users and experience the convenience, speed, and savings that Cash App brings to your financial life. Download the app today from your app store and start sending spending and saving money like never before. Luckily, the best part is if you sign up using the link in the description, you get a free $5 just for signing up. That's literally just free money. Uh, so join Cash App today. The future of money is here. And when you use our links, you directly support this show. Be gone, So, as we sit here, uh, I realized, I don't think I've I ever watched the movie Pulp Fiction. Now, some of you are going to be jamming in the comments, being like, you've never seen Pulp Fiction, and then list everything I've ever watched on this for this podcast. And, uh, yeah, you know what? And uh, my response to you is, you can shut the fuck up. So, uh, Pulp Fiction, you know, movie by Quentin Tarantino, known foot, uh, no, known foot fetish guy, uh, just like T.J. Marr of Ghost Town Remedy. Make sure you go check those guys out. The singer's into, T.J.'s really into feet. And especially, send them pictures of your feet. If you have feet, send pictures. If you don't have feet, don't make everyone sad. Don't, no one wants nub pictures. Sorry. Sorry, no one wants your fucking nub uh, pictures, but, uh, yeah, so I watched Pulp Fiction, and, you know, everyone, everyone talks about how, uh, this is probably one of the greatest movies of all time, people talk about how, like, this is their favorite movie that's ever been made, uh, you know, I don't think it's my favorite movie, but I did get invested in the movie, and I did, you know, I did, I liked it for the most part, you know, I, I think I can genuinely say, I liked it. Can anybody tell me what can I do with these ladybugs? Uh, but yeah, so the story, the story is also kind of weird. Maybe, maybe I was, maybe the edible was kicking in. Uh, and I didn't know any better, but I remember, yeah, watching it. It's like the story, it starts off with like Samuel L. Jackson and, uh, uh, fucking John Travolta. I think, wasn't this like the movie you know, like, with John Travolta, like, that made him, like, a serious actor, not just, like, uh, the guy from Greece. Isn't this, wasn't this the movie that was, like, put him, everyone saw him as an actor. So you have him, and, like, John, and, you know, they just go around and kill people, and then John Travolta takes a chick, Uma Thurman out on a date. 
then she overdoses and doesn't die. And I also learned something that, you know, for, like, the adrenaline shots, you know, when it's, like, stabbed into the body, uh, I learned that the reason why they do that is because they have to get through, uh, I guess, the... I don't know what's the... Get through bone. So when you see people stabbing to do, like, shots and shit like that, they have to go through bones. And I never realized that. And some of you are like, how'd you not know that? I'm like, I'm not a fucking doctor, okay? As much, as much as I know about the medical field and how some of you do come to this show for medical advice <laughs> for some reason. Uh, yeah, no, but, uh, yeah, so they... Yeah, so you had to, like, stab them in the chest to, to do that. And uh, I just think, you know, I, I'm, I decided I'm just not going to overdose on things. And if I do... Um... I don't know, just let me be, you know? Just let me fucking die already. You know, I'm already not, like, buying carbon monoxide detectors for homes, you know? I'm just like, whatever, if it takes me, it takes me, you know? God's silent death, you know, God's favorite silent death. Uh, besides uh, whatever he did to Sodom and Gomorrah. I think, I don't know, flooding the earth seems like God's favorite, God's favorite, uh, I think that's God's favorite time he killed everyone. I like. I like how, like, the evangelicals are like the rainbow is a promise of god's love i'm like it's definitely not a promise of god's love it's god's promise that he won't fucking murder an entire plant and almost every species an entire species you know it's it's a promise like i won't kill your entire species again dot 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 with water so that that's a cool story anyway how do we, how do we always get back to Christianity and how much I was scarred by it on this show. I'll never know. Uh, yeah, I remember watching like this movie. The beginning of it, I was like kind of bored, and uh, I think after I realized, I'm, like, there's just gonna be a lot of people just fucking talking. <laughs> it's a lot of fucking talking in this movie. Uh, it reminds me of Secret Invasion because like Sam Jackson's scenes in Pulp Fiction and in Secret Invasion are amazing. But what was Secret Invasion? I'm gonna have a. I'll talk about it in a couple weeks when the show's over, but. I've been very underwhelmed by the show uh, so far, and I think when this episode comes out, episode five will come out, and I have not seen that yet, but with episode four, was it? Yeah, it was episode four. They've had four episodes of the show, and three of the episodes end with someone dying. It's like, okay, there's there's some creativity that's not being, no creativity is not being used. Like, oh, I'll just have someone else die at the end of this episode. Uh, you know, so... You know, but like Samuel Jackson's putting, you know, you know he's he's putting ten out of ten, and I just think it's just a bad script and poor. It's just a poorly executed series so far. I don't know. Maybe the last two episodes are gonna be like fucking insane. Uh, but uh, yeah, I almost dropped out at the beginning of the film because I was like, that's gonna be a lot of talking. But no, I'm glad I stayed and stayed and invested into the story. Uh, one scene in the movie, you know, there's the five dollar milkshake, and remember, this movie is supposed to take place in 1994. And when you watch the movie, like, you know, it's, it's pretty bad when, like, when you, when you type in, when does Pulp Fiction, you know, it's going to be, like, take place. And, you know, it's a weird question. Because it looks like it could have taken place in the 70s, the 80s, and I actually feel like it's more of an 80s. It looks more 80s to me, to be honest with you. But you never know. And I don't know when the movie was filmed, you know, and stuff like that. Movies take a while to get made, so I don't know. But anyways, though, in 1994, uh... You know, I think Uma Thurman's character, she buys a $5 milkshake, and she's technically on a date, you know, so it's like, 
taking a $5 milkshake. And, like, you know, it's a big deal. $5 over a milkshake? This thing must be pretty fucking good. You know, it better be fucking good. And I calculated it for today, and it would be a $10 milkshake. You know, and it's weird how inflation works, because, like, $5 for a milkshake, you know, when you go to a restaurant, you're so used to, like, things being upcharged like that, you know? And so, like, you'd expect, five, like, $5 for a milkshake. I'm like, yeah, that seems fair. But then you look at it, $10, like, you know, if it brought to it, I'm like, $10 for a milkshake? This thing better fucking cure AIDS if I'm going to spend $10 on a milkshake. Like, it, it better be curing some diseases in my body. You know, I better, I better fucking, better walk out and feel like you just went to the chiropractor, you know, you just got everything popped into place, you know? That's what I am expecting uh, from a $10 milkshake. What am I expecting from a $5 milkshake? A good milkshake. That's all I'm really expecting out of $5. But $10, I'm like, you better be fucking... This thing better change my life. It's like going to a haunted house. Like, if I don't die in this haunted house, it wasn't good enough, you know? It's like, that's, that's you know... I always... And I, I usually get underwhelmed with the haunted houses, you know? But, uh... Yeah. Anyways, uh, so the movie's weird. Bruce Willis is in the movie, and he has one of them, he has a French girl, uh, who's way too into him for being, like, a criminal, you know? And you don't even know, it's like, is he a boxer? And then, like, he was a boxer, and he killed a guy, and he didn't think he was gonna kill him, because the whole idea was Marsalis is, like, this big crime lord or whatever, and he's like, all right, you're gonna you're going to lose the fight, you know, and then you're going to get a ton of money and we're already get, we're going to give you a ton of money for it. And then he ends up winning the fight. And so ends up on the run from Marsalis, I think is his name. And then there's a cool, um, the best way I can say it, it's a, it's a really cool grape scene, grape, you know what I'm saying? It's a really cool grape scene. Uh, you know, and, uh, it was pretty fucked up and, but it did bring us to the, to the meme, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite memes I've ever seen in my life. It's a, uh, hey, something like, hey, are we in Oklahoma? And then it's that scene's like, nah, we're pretty far from okay because okay is Oklahoma. And I thought that was hilarious. What? Sorry, wrong one. Let's do this again. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so yeah, and uh, that seems really fucked up. And I think it really does like bring me to a point with Tarantino movies. It's just like, it kind of tries to be too edgy, edgy. You know, I don't mind something being a little edgy or, or a little too dark or a little too raunchy, but it, it, I feel like with the Tarantino stuff, sometimes it's edgy for this, just to try, just to be edgy and not for like a a specific purpose. There we go. I know how to talk. Uh, because I remember when you're, if you take composite, if you're a, you take music composition lessons. Uh, any decision you make with your arrangement, I think this kind of comes into music production too, uh, needs to have a reasoning behind it. Like your reasoning behind that choice, even if you make up a dumb fucking reason for it. You know, it's like, well, I liked the way that synth sounds and I wanted it throughout the song because it represents how birds fly in the sky. You know, even if you make up some dumb bullshit like that, at least, you know, give it a reason, and I think there's not a lot of reason with, especially in this movie, I haven't seen Django, I think, I haven't seen a lot of other ones in a while, but, yeah, this one just seemed like parts were edgy, just because he wanted to be edgy, and stuff like that, and to see Uma Thurman's feet 
which I bet that's TJ's favorite part. I mean, his favorite. TJ, his his favorite director is Tarantino for one specific reason, and uh, we all know what that is, fate. Um, so yeah, overall I'd say it was a good movie. You know, ed- too edgy, edgy to be edgy, not edgy because it just is. You know, um, but I don't know. You know, Tarantino is one of the greats, and uh, it's really hard to criticize Pulp Fiction for the most part. You're like. A little too edgy, but it could just be because it came out in 1994. Uh, you know, we didn't have, I bet there weren't as many like edgy movies back then as there are now. So it could just be the goggles I'm, of which I'm viewing this movie through. But overall, if you've never heard of the movie Pulp Fiction, I gotta tell you, it's a pretty good movie. You should go check it out. All right, so I found this article from the website. Techie Twist. Okay, yeah, you know what? You clicked on my face. Uh, and I saw this article, and I'm like, I need to go over this on the pod. So, without further ado, let's just jump right into it. I like that. All right. Questionable life hacks that are actually kind of genius. Now, I probably have to say... Uh, that I am not encouraging anyone to do anything, okay? If it's, like, illegal or weird, I'm not encouraging. We're just reacting to it, okay, folks? Don't be blaming me for your bad decisions. I don't want to fucking see that shit. That, I think that's why warnings are... The, that's what... If I do start, start doing dangerous shit, you know, or things that you shouldn't do at home, I should start putting a little advisory. I'm like, do not blame me for your bad decisions, okay? I'm not liable for your bad decisions, all right? All right, questionable life hacks. Let's just jump into it. Uh, there is a lot of text in between. We're going to ignore that. We're going to ignore that for the most part. And just look at the pictures to read. So it's a lot more fun. Always book your hotel room with the prefix of doctor. When the morning crew pre-assigns rooms for the day arrivals, they are likely to put you in a nicer room to avoid an unhappy, pretentious doctor gossiping about being next to the elevator. Um, so is the, like, so I'm like, I... I'm just trying to understand why... I'm just trying to figure out why doctors need to have the special treatment in hotels. It's like... I'm just trying to figure out why a doctor would need that and why, you know, you would do that as well. I don't know. That's confusing to me. It's just like, who fucking gives a shit what room the doctor's in? Unless he is, like, the hotel doctor, apparently... The hotel is like a middle school and, you know, there's a school nurse, there's a hotel nurse or whatever. Uh, then maybe give that doctor a nicer room. I don't, I don't know. Maybe something I don't get. I don't get it. And I uh, guess what? I don't think I have to. The first trick I learned in the FBI, if you're on a stakeout and you want someone to stop looking at you or think you're not looking at them, pick your nose. They immediately turn away and think you're some jerk picking his nose. Um, yeah, I think that's a, uh. That's typically a solid rule. They talked about that in uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, where uh, where it's like Natasha and Steve made out because public displays of affection make people uncomfortable. So yeah, I guess you got to do something that would make someone else uncomfortable, then they'll look away, which is very good advice. Just for, uh, I don't think, you know, obviously if you're going to be in doing espionage and shit like that, maybe that'll work. But if you just don't want people to look at you, also do that. That'd be easy. That'd be way easier to do than uh, anything else. Okay. 
start off with all, for all you weirdos out there. Oh, cool, Hannibal Lecter. Okay, if you have to bury a body, do it vertically. Satellites will look for six-foot-long holes and mark them for investigation. Also, bury the body under a dead dog. Sniffer dogs will mark that spot, and when they dig it up and find the dog, they will mark it as a false positive and move on. So, yeah, I've heard about the dog trick for a while now. I've watched some serial killer documentaries and stuff like that. Um... The real, uh, the real question, I like the bury a body vertically. Could you, I just, that just sounds like fucking hijinks right there. You're like, okay, so you dig, dig a hole, it's very still, and then you're trying to get the body to stand up, but the body keeps falling over, so you keep you trying to, like, prop it up, like, putting dirt on it, and it just keeps slipping on. I'm like, god damn it, I'm just trying to get this thing to stay up correctly. Uh, and then you're just like, okay, maybe if I just split off the bones, then you bring, like, an axe or whatever like, to chop off the bones, but the axe isn't very sharp, so it's like you're struggling to fucking cut up a body. It's just fucking gross, gross fucking hijinks that would 100% make me laugh, so I'm not too worried about that. Um, okay, yeah, confidence is everything. Uh, if you're doing something you shouldn't, confidence is key. You can just walk out of a store holding what you stole and be fine if you know how to act and have a basic knowledge of how the store works. Bonus trespass with an orange safety jacket. Nobody questions the orange safety jacket. Solid advice. Um, yeah, confidence is key. I've snuck backstage at a lot of shows to meet bands uh, by just acting like you you work in the place and stuff like that. You meet, met some cool bands that way, so... Uh, definitely try that out. Just, just pretend to be, just be confident if you're trying to get into somewhere you're probably not supposed to be. It's, yeah, it's a good way. Or, you kidnap someone, uh, knock them out. I don't even know how to, you would knock someone out. Like, I, I've, you know, you see, like, a TV, like, you, like, pinch the neck and they just pass out. Because I don't want to fucking be, like, beating the shit out of someone to knock them out. Like, I don't want to kill anyone. I'm just trying to sneak in somewhere, Okay. That's all I'm trying to do. Honestly, don't knock someone out. If you can just sneak in to where they keep uniforms or whatever, you might that might be a better option for you. If you know, if you know. Um, all right. When career hunting, flagging Craigslist posts as spam after applying or taking down flyers for a position, like at a college campus, cuts down on the competition. That's very unethical, but also like a great idea. Uh, I don't. I don't think people go to, do people still go on Craigslist? Like, is there a lot of stuff I'm missing there? After, like, Facebook Marketplace became a thing, you know, uh, and then you can join, like, certain Facebook groups, you know, to, like, if you, you're looking for, like, a work type thing. I know, especially in music, that's how you can, it's an easy way to meet people. Uh, yeah, that's what I would do it. But I think it's smart, yeah, it does not have to be Craigslist. You see a Facebook post. Or, like, an Indeed or, like, LinkedIn job application or something like that. Flag it. That's a smart, smart move. Apply and then flag and try to get that. Yeah, that is smart. Lower the comp. That is a great way to lower competition. Actually, I don't know if I, if I, did I say that was unethical? That's, that's just fucking, that just shows you want the job. You know, that's, I think, you know, an employer would probably want that, you know. It's like, this guy at least knows how to put in good effort, you know, at least, you know. He, he's His effort is great, so it's great for him. No more tickets, baby! Uh, I once got a parking ticket, and instead of paying it, I dipped it in water, crumpled it up, and I had my girlfriend bring it to the police station a week later, saying she found it on the streets. I went online to see if the citation was still there, and it was gone. That's actually... That's pretty interesting. That's a pretty interesting uh, 
thing to do. And guess what? If you're like, that's unethical. I'm like, no. Uh, police give parking tickets, you know, for the most part, is just a way for them to make money. Even though they already get, we already pay taxes and they get money that way. I don't, you know, cops are just fucking sleazy. We need more money. I was like, what are you guys going to have to fucking fundraise or something? Okay, could we do like a, could we do like an event thing for fundraising? Now nah, let's just be fucking dicks to poor people. Fuck cops. Uh, when you're meeting someone, tell them you are twice as far away from them as you actually are and are willing to meet halfway, i.e. a block away from where you currently are. Yeah, that's a, that's a good plan. It's a good plan, but also it kind of makes you a shitty person too, so... Uh, do it at your own risk. Be a shitty person at your own risk, all right? So, do, do that. Uh, well, this is a cool picture, um, of this guy. Uh, to dominate someone in a conversation, stare at their forehead questionably. Just don't do that, okay? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say right here, don't do that. It's gonna make people feel really fucking weird, and no one's gonna like that at all, so don't, don't do that. Just do it for me. Don't do it for me. Do it for me, please. All right. I used to keep a cup from McDonald's in my car at all times, and whenever I was driving and wanted some soda, I would just walk in any McDonald's and refill my cup. I did this for weeks. Yeah. Um, honestly, anyone can do that, and guess what? For, for real, McDonald's does not give a shit. Uh, even, like, management, like, you're told, like, employees get free soda at McDonald's. Like, they just can, they get, it's pretty much all free. Uh, McDonald's. And... And they don't even care. If you if you go to a McDonald's and just go up to the counter and like, hey, can I have a free soda? They'll be like, fuck yeah, sure. Like, sometimes like you, sometimes they'll just be like, yeah, okay. Because it's like, that's why they're all priced a dollar. Because they're like, they're making, like, it's probably like one cent to for the soda or whatever at McDonald's. And uh, for them to make it, then they're charging a dollar. So they're making like a huge profit on it. So they don't even fucking care to get a McDonald's. So yeah, that works too. Or you could just fucking ask, can I have a free soda? <laughs> and I'll be like, sure. Apple espionage. Want to eavesdrop on someone? AirPods have a little live listen feature that turns your iPhone into a microphone. Leave your iPhone charging in the room you want to snoop on and listen in remotely. I've heard of this before, and it's abs- it's fucking great. I've never done it. You know, I have AirBuds, too. Um, but I've never tried that. If I, I don't, I'm never in a situation where I need it, though. Um, I mean... Obviously, sometimes you need to record conversations, but, like, it's pretty, pretty simple. Like, uh, even then, like, you could just have your phone out, press record, and be sneaky about it, or have your camera open, too, you know? Camera, camera's better, because I think if you, if you're at, like, work or something like that, and need to have something recorded, like, the film will show who each individual is, and everything from there. So, yeah. All right. Moving on. Okay, if you're stuck on an annoying call, put your phone on airplane mode instead of hanging up. The other person will see call failed instead of call ended. Just that's just very that's very solid advice though. Uh, call failed. Um, if you're stuck on an annoying call, like I don't know. I mean, sometimes you have to like talk to family members or whatever, or have important conversations, and like they're like not fun conversations to have, but uh, spammers or whatever. I don't know. Just they don't care. You can just hang up on them. They actually kind of, uh, a lot of times they don't want to talk to people on the phone. So hanging up on them makes their job a lot easier. 
All right. Uh, it's very awkward to say no if you go to a fast food place, for example, and you simply lie and say that there was a Big Mac missing from your order during lunch rush and that your receipt got thrown away with your meal. They'll give you another one. Only do that at the big chains, though. Don't do it at, like, a small local restaurant. Uh, but, yeah, do you think McDonald's employees actually give a shit? You know, like, there's, the owner gives a shit. That's the only person who gives a shit about stuff like that. Uh, but, uh... But yeah, so but besides that though, yeah. Some some McDonald managers are cool. It's like, hey, if you're gonna eat some of the food here, you gotta mark it down as that we threw it away. You know, you gotta mark it down that we threw it away because and this is this is one of the worst things about working fast food, is that they'll like there's a specific trash bin where it's like, oh, say you messed up so at McDonald's like you messed up making a burger or whatever, they have to throw it in a trash can with a bunch of other shit, and then someone has to go through the fucking trash and like mark down like how much like each individual like type of burger patty, chicken patty, yada 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 from there. It's it's pretty gross. Uh still not as bad as like changing up the oil in a deep fryer cuz like you're just cuz it's not like the actual part of doing it's not bad, but then you're like just fucking it just caked in oil, you know, just from like residue and air and shit like that. It's fucking it's disgusting, dude. Uh it's just like oh, you just feel so gross. Just imagine imagine you're eating french fries but you rub it on rub french fries all over your face now do that times a thousand that's what it fucking feels like to change it uh change the fucking oil in a deep fryer like like they do at mcdonald's it's like not even like you're you get into the deep fryer it's just that like i don't know it just gets in the air and shit like that if you want people to stop letting their dog poop on your lawn, don't put up a no dogs allowed sign or a please pick up your dog's poop sign. Put a lawn recently treated with toxic pesticide sign. No one wants their doggo or pupper walking around on accidentally ingesting poison. Yeah, that's going to be a thing. No one's going to no one's going to try to call your bluff on uh, on a situation like that. No one's going to try and be like, prove it. All right, I'm going to my dog eat it. See what happens. You know, it's like, fuck. If, if my dog dies and you're a fucking liar. Don't kill your dog. Don't let your dog. Don't don't try to call someone's bluff if they did that shit. Also, I don't do they actually put pesticides on lawns? Like I guess you have to have a really bad problem. Uh when I was 16, a friend and I created a website fake reviews of concerts in the Washington, D.C. area that we didn't actually go to. Once we had built it up to our satisfaction, we used it as credentials to gain backstage access to a huge D.C. area music festival three years in a row. Not a bad plan. Takes a lot of work. So people are like, I'm just going to do that. I'm like, that's a lot of work. The fact that they were able to... The fact that they had a decent reward and are okay with that is shocking. But, uh... Get reviewing shows without going to them. I mean, maybe someone like filmed it on their phone. Maybe that may be easy. But besides that, no, that's fucking crazy. If you want free parking, find a garage that makes you take a ticket to keep track of how long you've been there. When you leave, instead of giving the machine the original ticket you took, go get a new one and give that one to the machine. You'll only be charged for like five minutes of parking, which is usually free. I've done this one many times. Uh, you know, especially, yeah, especially if it also, I've also come to learn with parking situations, if it's a private parking lot, like, so say if it's like, like a government street or whatever, uh, the police will give you a ticket. But if like, it's a private parking lot, the ticket you're going to get is from the privately owned company that owns the parking lot. And, uh, what I learned is, uh, if it's a private lot, you know, you don't have to pay the ticket the private lot gives you now, 
Like if it's like they'll they make you pay before going in, they'll probably make you do that. Pay, make you pay after you leave. They could still do that, but they're gonna make you pay from like an automated machine, and then like you know you just decide no or it expires and someone gives you a ticket. Uh, and if it's a private lot, like I said, if it's not the police. You don't have to pay that, you know? I'll, like, go into there, what's your license plate? And I'll just, like, type boobs or some shit like that, print it off, stick it in my windshield, and then come back or whatever. And some, a lot of times they'll see the ticket and we're like, nope, nope, we're good. Sometimes they'll be like, hey, there's no ticket. One time it was, like, a Chipotle parking lot that had one of those things, you know, things. And I'm like, I'm just going in and getting something to go. I'm not going to do that. And someone tried to give me a ticket, like, quickly. And they're like, maybe I can call and dispute it. I'm like... Just don't, just ignore it. Because if you, like, it's not going to, like, be sent to a collection agency. I don't think they have the approval to do that, you know. All they can do in a private lot is tow you. Like, that's the only thing, uh, like, you would do and then you have to pay the tow. Like, either, if they don't want you parking there, they can tow you. Like, that's the only thing. So you could risk getting towed. But, like, if you know, short, like, I remember I used to, when I get my hair cut, you had to do, you know, to put shit in like that too, you know. And, uh, once I, you know, uh, once I realized that, like, I just never paid for parking. So if, remember that. And also this, this advice as well. This is good advice. The power of Orange Fest. My dad would keep an Orange Fest and an orange flag in his car whenever we would go to sporting events after the game, when the lot was full of angry drunk drivers, even getting someone to let you in was a real pain in the, in the what? I don't know what the, I don't know what, it's just blackout in the, it's not how you end a sentence. My dad would have me and my brother jump out with the vest and flag and stop traffic so he could get in the line. Then we would jump back in the car. <laughs> That's a lot of work and the fact that they pulled it off is impressive. I am very impressed. Very impressed. Keep doing that shit. That is a good deal. Need new tires? Run a car with the same bolt pattern and swap the wheels. Gonna... All right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna point out the flaw in this one. All right, you need new tires for your car. So what you do is instead of just buy new tires, okay? Instead of just buying new tires, you're gonna rent a car. Now, if you do like, I remember my dad had something with like his job where like he got like he could get a rental car, so it was like unlimited miles, and then like it was like. $12 a day or something like that, you know, which, which I would say was a good deal. So he never, we, we never flew anywhere. We always like got a rental car and drove somewhere, you know, it's like, why would we fly? It's only a 12 hour drive. Like, are we in a fucking, are we in a band or something like that where we have a ton of gear to haul? Nope. Just four individuals. We're going to get really angry at each other for spending too much time in a very small metal box. Um, so, yeah, if, you, if your work gives you a free rental car, this could work. Uh, but I would say probably it's probably just going to be a little bit cheaper to, and less work to just buy four new tires and then go to a place and have them put on. Like, fire, places like Firestone or Goodyear, like they show in this photo. I'm like, yeah, they'll... They'll change that shit pretty quick, you know? It's not going to be that much, you know? It probably cost more for the tire than the labor. Walmart, I think, does it too, you know? So, uh, don't, just, so just, yeah, this is bad advice. Don't do that. Unless you get, get like, a free rental car, then do it, you know? 
When I was going to college, I would walk over to the Whole Foods and get some of their most expensive grass-fed bone-in rib eye steaks from the meat counter. The butcher would wrap them up and slap a price tag on them if I was getting meat for a barbecue. This was something upwards of 200 bucks. Then I would walk over to the bulk grains, put the meat on the scale, and hit print for something like oats. I'd cover the existing label on the meat with my much cheaper oats label and proceed to self-checkout. It would ask you to scan the barcode and then place the item in the basket. Got a bunch of meat of the price of oats. So yeah, this is a good idea. However, I'm just gonna feel like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Some Something feels unethical. This is really unethical uh, to do, but I feel like it's like, oh, if it's 200 bucks, but I only spent like 150 or even maybe a hundred, it's kind of pushing it, but yeah, I feel like this would be okay, but like, I don't know, at some point it's like very questionable. Very questionable stuffed. Uh, Need a new windshield because yours is cracked. Find a gravel hauling company. Scope out of their truck routes. Get behind one and then claim gravel fill off their truck and damage your windshield. I had a car that, that this shit fucking happened to. Do do they actually just have good enough insurance where it's like, here's, here's 200 bucks. Go change your fucking windshield. Uh, and that's impressive. Uh. So, yeah, I don't know. I tried to get, and I remember when it happened, I tried to, like, drive and take a picture of their license plate, but I could not. So, that was unfortunate for me. I don't have that car anymore, so it's not a problem. Uh, if you're hungry and in between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m., you can get free continental breakfast from pretty much any hotel you walk into. It helps if it's busy. You should probably only do it when it's busy. Actually, I don't know how many hotels actually give a shit. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, if you come there, if you're there way too often, they're going to be like, Buddy, what room are you in? You know, it's kind of one of those once in a while things. Like, you know, if you're on a you're on a trip, say you're living the van life. You know, you're living in a van down by the river, and you're like, oh, I want to get some free breakfast and a free meal or whatever. You can probably, you know, you're passing by a hotel all the time, and yeah, you do it right. You're like, oh, very interesting. Um, it's gonna, I don't know. You may have to plan it out a little better, but uh, but yeah, if you just walk in straight to the kitchen, you can kind of. Kind of have to wander the halls maybe a little bit, then head to the the food or whatever, you know. And then they think, oh, you just probably came in the wrong door or something. So it's a good meal, and, you know, if you don't do it too often, it'll be fine. When I know I'm going to be late for something, I'll call ahead and just to whomever meeting at that I was just pulled over for speeding, thus giving my excuse, giving myself an excuse for being late and demonstrating my commitment to whatever it is I'm late for. It usually works pretty well. Um... I don't know, just take the L and just be, or you could just say crap. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Do that at your own risk, I think. I think that's going to be the advice. The clearance rack in the store, I hear those markdown labels can roll right off if you master the technique. They remain quite sticky. You can stick them on top of the standard ticket barcode. Yeah, you have to find the cheaper one, peel that one off, and then stick it on the high one. Don't take the high one off. It looks suspicious. Life hack. Um, if your girlfriend has an annoying friend you want her to stop being friends with, you just casually mention how pretty she is. That'd be kind of weird, though, because then what if you're, one of your girlfriend's like like a little bisexual? You know, it's like, I'd be willing to try that out. And you're like, fuck, now I have to fucking bone her annoying friend, which isn't that big of a deal, but still, you have to bone her annoying friend. Um... In order to be a good liar, you need to convince everyone that you are a bad liar. No, that's actually good advice. That's more like 
mental techniques to gaslight people, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Um, don't call into work sick. Call in saying that you have a family problem. That's the end of the discussion. Yeah, unless your boss is nosy and you have to come up with excuse. I guess you could make up an easy excuse. My mom was, my mom was sick. My mom, my mom had a medical emergency. Uh, I don't want to really talk about it anymore from there. Then they run into your mom and, uh, doing that shit, you know? All right. Where we go? Where we go? You can take as many, many bottles through TSA as will fit a quart-sized plastic bag. They're like $1.50 at the liquor store compared to $7 on the plane. Or even save them and refill at home and even cheaper. Ask the flight attendant for the whole can and a cup of ice. Make sure to mix them in your drink when the flight attendant isn't looking as this is against FAA regulations. Put them, put the empty minis back into your bag in not the seat pocket. Mini bought, oh, okay. So like the picture is like, looks like little mini, like, plastic water bottles but no i've done this i you can just buy you can buy reusable uh little bottles on uh like amazon or whatever i had i got up like a huge pack and somehow they're all missing the lids so like if next time i fly i have to like buy it another one again uh pretty cool stuff but yeah no i yeah definitely sneak uh definitely a great way to sneak liquor because if you fly Southwest and because you know your worth, that's that's Southwest Airlines motto. Southwest Airlines, because I know what I'm worth. Uh, yeah, they give you like a free soda. So you get like a so bring some like Jack Daniels or some any, you know, any type of whiskey uh, and stuff like that. And or, you know, any like vodka if you want, like just orange juice, you know, make yourself some drinks and stuff like that. And then you can also buy, you know, like a bottle of soda from the gas. It's a little more expensive, but, you know. You don't have to spend that money on drinks or whatever. That's why I love going to airports. Like, I, you know, uh, it sounds weird that, like, I, I still follow the two-hour two rule. It's just I kind of want to chill out, you know. I want to – I don't like to, like, feel rushed, you know. Like, I just like to get through everything, you know, and then just sit down and start drinking. Like, you know, I am a great role model for kids, you know. I am a great role model. All it takes is a green shirt. You ever go to a country concert where something that implies you are in the military? You won't pay for a drink the whole night. That's very that's very smart. But all is it illegal to dress up like you're in the military? You know they don't. They really don't like people who are actually in the military or in the armed forces who aren't uh, complete idiots. You know if they're idiots, you know that idiot guy. You know you went to high school with. They're kind of like kind of the guy you put on the front lines. Uh, you know, they're the, kind of like the frontline guys. You're just like, we need just like a human shield. Uh, and that's why you hire the idiots. But like the smart ones, you know, the smart ones will tell you that. Uh, uh, but it's unless you're like working or whatever, like you shouldn't be wearing your fucking military costume or whatever you call it uh, out in public. They usually the the dumb guys in the military do that. But, yeah, the the normal ones, the ones that smarten, you know, actually are like the reason we're the fucking best country in the world. USA, USA there. Yeah. They'll, they'll tell you that. But, uh, yeah, we're sh just wear like a shirt that implies you're in the military. Don't wear the fucking actual costume, you know, no else for the dead looking to buy a car, search the obituary for the phone. Call. <laughs> they could be looking to liquidate assets quickly and sell cheap. <laughs> that's, that's like a, I think that's been like multiple Seinfeld episodes where like, I, I at least know there's two where they're like, I think someone died in an apartment and someone wants to move in or something like that. Oh no, no. The second one 
is I guess they wanted Elaine wanted a new Elaine had to get a new phone number because because uh, of Kramer or something like that and uh, and like she's trying to get one but like because area codes she wanted an old New York area code not like a new one so people know she's like from the city you just watch the show could you imagine just calling up someone being like hi I'm so sorry your your mom died anyways what's she doing with that car Are you looking to sell it because I'm <laughs> Just like selfish intentions and shit like that. If anyone asks you yeah, a line about your kid's age at an amusement park or buffet, we'll get you a cheaper price. Yeah, and then the kids are like, I'm not, I'm not five, I'm eight. And you're like, shut the fuck up. And then you're like, okay, we're going to lie about your age. But I thought you said it was wrong to lie. I'm like, okay, this is not the time for my good parenting to take place. Uh... If you want to download movies, music, or software, just Google them and read the DMCA complaints on the bottom of the search results. All the copyrighted material is conveniently listed there and where you can get them. Good guy, Google. I don't I don't understand that. Someone please explain that to me. Um, there's way too many of these. Want to steal something in a secure building? Buy a wheelchair and put a crap in your lap. Uh, the cardboard boxes for paper reams work well and can be gotten for free. Roll up to the door behind someone. They'll hold the door for you. No need for a key card. Unethical. Do not do that. But if you do, it, it'll probably work. No one's going to no one's gonna harass a cripple. Need flowers for your significant other? Cemeteries have you covered. Those are, you know, guys who do this. Um, they're often named Josh. Actually, this is 100% something a guy named Josh would do. If you're a guy named Josh and you want to get flowers for your significant other, you would 100%, if, you, if your name is Josh, you go to a cemetery and you 100% steal flowers <laughs> from graves to give to your significant other. And you're like, why would you do that? Because your name is Josh. And that's just a fact, you know. Uh, elderly friends, uh, want free parking near your college campus? Find an older person who lives near campus and doesn't drive and befriend them. I don't want to be friends with any more boomers than I already am, you know. Just like, I don't need another racist, entitled, old asshole to be friends with. I don't need that in my life. I have enough. I, I, know, en I know enough boomers. I don't think I need to know anymore. Uh, if you have a significant unexplained employment gap that is hurting your resume, claim that you were providing full-time end-of-life care for a grandparent or other older adult. Solid choice. You can lie. Yeah. Always, you know, if you're, I don't know, trying to get a job, like, the best thing you can do is lie. People are like, just be honest and show them. Just go. I'm like, no. Everyone else is lying. You need to lie, too. Lie. Lie really good. R lie really well. Don't, but don't go overboard saying shit you can't do, you know? It's like audio. I'm like, I, I can keep up with any audio person ever. I'm just built different. However, though, a lot of people are lying that they're better, and that's scary. Uh, find a partner, hard, I know, who is a heavy sleeper each night when they go to sleep, slap a nicotine patch on them, uh, take it off before they wake up, they will become addicted to nicotine, and should they break up with you, go through massive withdrawals. If everything has gone to plan, they will associate this shitty feeling with their newfound freedom. All right, yeah, that that's the toxic gossip train. I don't even fucking wear these. Buy clothes at Goodwill and sell them in Playhouse Closet. Yeah, I saw like a dressing room at Goodwill, and I have to say, you don't you don't don't use the dressing room at Goodwill. You just buy it. You like this looks like my size, and if it doesn't fit, you just take the L. You don't. 
that dressing room has to be fucking monstrous, dude. Uh, free channels forever. Call up your TV provider and tell them you want to stop using them to keep your business. They will offer extra channels when the channels run out. Repeat the process. I have had NFL Sunday tickets on DirecTV for three years straight for free. Good advice. I need to do that with SiriusXM so I can listen to the emo project. Uh, tell your friends that you've made them a partial life insurance beneficiary. They'll feel obligated to do the same for you and will only find out you lied if you die first. All right, cool, cool hack. Craigslist hacking more of these. When buying something on Craigslist, I use the spam email to, to lowball the seller, buy a lot, then I use my regular email to give a reasonable offer that is still a good amount under the asking price. I almost always have my offer accepted. Good advice. Hopefully it works. You know, I'll just, you know, sometimes I'll wait until someone, you know, usually people haggle and I usually, I usually put up a little bit more than I actually want for it when I sell something online. And then, you know, people are always going to down, you know, kind of, kind of haggle. So then when they usually haggle down to like the price you would actually sell it for. So, uh, cool hack. Are we almost done with this? Boyfriend of the year. Have a set of pictures on your phone of yourself in your apartment. Send one to your girlfriend before you go to sleep when you actually get shit faced with your friends. Maybe date someone who's actually fun and be like, oh, you just want to hang out with your friends. Okay. Have fun getting drunk tonight. Be safe. You know, it's, you know, Women are just, I hate I hate women who are just like, oh, my partner wants to have fun? Fuck that, you know? Even though we have nothing planned. Calling on renters, if you're renting and make a mark on the wall, change the date on your phone and take a picture to show it. What was it like when you moved in? Yeah, that only really works if you still use a flip phone, dude. I don't think, I don't even think your iPhone, you can change the time, you know? All right, Amazon hack, get a free shipping on Amazon before you place the order, use an empty Visa gift card. Yeah, Amazon Prime, that's... That's fine. They'll just... Yeah, okay. All right. And... Uh, when lying, always include something slightly embarrassing. Okay, I thought everything reset. Yeah, yeah, we add an embarrassing uh, story to it. Yeah, it'll sound real because no one lies and makes themselves work, look worse. That's why I don't think Elvis faked his death because no one lies about dying on the toilet. <laughs> no one's lie is dying on the toilet. Actually, no, it could be a good excuse. I mean, like, that way people won't question it, and then everyone's questioning it anyways. I have an obnoxious coworker that never stops talking, so I started sticking my hand in the hand dryers every time he spoke to me, situated in our workplace for hygiene reasons. Okay, that's, that's cool. You're just being a dick. Uh, we're just going to end on this one. Struggling to write a CV or can't get a particular job, post fake job offerings on recruitment websites for that position you're interested in and watch the CV slash resumes pour in, which you can then copy for your own advantage. Very smart. That's actually very smart. But I think with, uh, I think with chat GPT, I feel like a lot of stuff is getting more organized. So like, I'm actually really working to like right now to understand AI, at least to the extent of like how to use it for my advantage. And, uh, also I am, if the AI overlords are listening, you know what? I am your friend still like, we're cool. I don't hope we don't have any bad blood between us and that's it. What unethical life hacks do you have? Please let me know. Tell me something good. Drizzly, the ultimate convenience for all your alcohol needs, delivered right to your doorstep. Tired of making last-minute trips to the liquor store or dealing with crowded aisles and long checkout lines? With Drizzly, your favorite drinks are just a few taps away, making your alcohol shopping experience easier and more enjoyable than ever before. 
Drizzly brings the liquor store to you, offering an extensive selection of beer, wine, spirits, and more. Browse their vast catalog of top quality brands, local favorites, and specialty beverages, all conveniently organized on their user-friendly app or website. With Drizzly, there's no need to leave the comfort of your home. Simply choose your favorite drinks, place your order, and let their reliable delivery partners handle the rest. Whether you're hosting a party, relaxing after a long day, or simply stocking up for the weekend, Drizzly ensures that you drink your drinks are delivered promptly and securely. But Drizzly isn't just about convenience, it's about choice. Discover new flavors, explore unique craft brews, or find the perfect bottle of wine to complement your meal. With Drizzly's vast selection, you have the freedom to choose exactly what you want when you want it. Worried about the hassle of age verification? Drizzly has you covered. Their delivery partners are trained to ensure responsible alcohol delivery, making sure that only those of legal drinking age receive their orders. Your safety and the safety of your community is their top priority. Join the millions of satisfied customers who have already embraced the convenience and simplicity of Drizzly. Say goodbye to the hassle of traditional alcohol shopping and hello to the ease of having your favorite drinks delivered to your doorstep. That's not all. Using our link in the description gives you $5 off your first order, which can greatly enhance your night, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Ready to elevate your drinking experience? Download the Drizzly app or visit our website today and experience the future of alcohol shopping. Cheers to a new way of enjoying your favorite drinks with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Honey, your ultimate online shopping companion that saves you time and money effortlessly. Are you tired of endlessly searching for coupon codes or missing out on the best deals when shopping online? Say goodbye to those frustrations and hello to Honey, the free browser extension that revolutionizes your online shopping experience. Honey is your personal shopping assistant that automatically finds and applies the best coupon codes at checkout, helping you save money with just a few clicks. No more wasted time scouring the internet for discounts. Honey does the work for you, ensuring you never miss out on a great deal again. But Honey doesn't stop at coupon codes. It goes the extra mile to ensure you get the best price possible. With Honey's innovative price history feature, you can track the price changes of your favorite products over time. This means you'll always know if you're getting the best deal or if it's better to wait for a price drop. And the best part, Honey works seamlessly with over 30,000 online retailers, including popular brands across fashion, tech, home goods, and more. Whether you're shopping for a new wardrobe, upgrading your electronics, or sprucing up your living space, Honey has your back, ensuring you get the best value for your money. Worried about privacy and security? Rest assured, Honey is committed to protecting your personal information. They never sell or share your data, and their browser extension is designed with top-notch security measures to keep your online shopping experience safe and secure. Join the millions of satisfied users like me who have already saved millions of dollars with Honey. Download the Honey browser extension today and unlock a world of savings every time you shop online. Don't miss out on an incredible deal and the chance to save money effortlessly. Experience the power of Honey and take your online shopping to a whole new level. Honey, the sweetest way to shop online. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh no! Our table! It's time for Oh No, Our Table, the part of the podcast where I answer questions. That's all it is. <clears throat> so, without further ado, uh... Let's just jump into it. Is it weird to get turned off by seeing the vagina? <laughs> The vagina. That's a fucking Ohio State. I'm a straight man, 19. 
I'm not sure if this would affect it, but I've only ever had one girlfriend and we had sex just a handful of times. We were long distance and only visited twice. Part of the reason we didn't have sex more often and part of the reason I suspected she was cheating was because if I looked down to make sure I was getting in the right hole, I'd see the flaps and all that and go soft pretty much instantly. And you can't imagine that was a mood killer, so I tried not to. Is this a normal reaction? Wait a minute. Part of the reason I suspected she cheat. Oh, she cheated on you because of the lack of sex, which clearly makes a lot of sense. Okay. Uh, I'm not saying you should cheat on someone if you're not getting a lot of sex. Uh, but, I mean, that's the reason. You know, at least they have a reason. At least they're not just like doing it because they wanted to fuck someone. They did it because there's something in the relationship. I mean, okay, that's that's another day. Um. Brother, have you, you know, you, okay, so let, let's, I'm going to take you through your mindset here. All right, you're getting ready for <clears throat> sex with a lady, and when you looked at her vagina, just for positioning's sake, you were turned off, Okay. Now, you know, there's roast, you know, we, we all know the classic roast beef vaginas, you know, the the girls that every time you go to Arby's, you're like, damn, I should give her a call. What? Uh, we all know those girls. And, you know, and ladies are very sensitive about, like, that topic, which, you know, I'm going to hear to tell you, uh, most men don't care. Um, if, if you, ladies, I'm just saying, if you have a man who, who really cares about that shit, it's probably... I'm going to let you know, you're probably not going to be soulmates, you know. You know, you're, I feel, I do think there is something to it where, like, your soulmate likes your genitals and, you know, your genitals shouldn't be a deal breaker, you know what I'm saying? Like, your genitals should be enjoyed, and, like, they don't have to be perfect, but they, you know, they have to be good enough for you to enjoy. Now, looking at you, brother. I'm going to ask the question that probably every person you've asked this has asked you. Do you think you might like men? Okay? I'm not saying... Because, I mean, you know, it was like on your mom's house. They were, like, talking. They made, like... I don't know. I don't, this is probably a joke, but some people, people are... Some people are actually going to believe this. That if you have erectile dysfunction, uh, it just means you're gay. And if you try a gay and it doesn't happen, it might mean you're straight... But they didn't even bring up, like, being asexual. Like, you might just not be into it, you know? So, like, that's a weird fucking question. You're 19, and I don't know, is it her? You know, she could have a... It could just be gross, you know? You know? And at the end of the day, don't date gross people, you know? Being gross is a choice, okay? Being gross is a choice. And because it's a choice... It's okay to discriminate, you know, when it's a choice, you know, like you're not, you know, people are born black and it's like, you know, you shouldn't discriminate against black people because they didn't have a choice. You know, they, they were just born black. However, being gross is another thing. Now, you, you know, you could have like a problem with smells, but like a lot of like, a lot of hygiene things for the most part can be managed, you know, like you may get some zits, you know, but you may get zits, but like. You know, I, I just, I don't know, to be clean doesn't cost a lot of money. Just just being honest with you, it doesn't cost a lot of money 
to be clean. And, like, you know, you know, uh, because, like, just get shit from, like, Dollar General or something. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I feel like if the vagina was gross, you would say, but, like, I see these flaps go soft pretty much instantly. Dude, it kind of sounds like you're gay, dude. Like, what do you, what happens when you see a dick? And if, if it's the same kind of thing with seeing a dick, I'm going to say you're asexual, but I don't know if, I mean, if you're not attracted to women, you're gay. You know, I just think that's that's just a life lesson. You're gay, and there's nothing wrong with being gay, but like the fact that you had to ask a question, being like, "When I see this girl's vagina, I immediately go soft." I'm like, uh, usually that's not the case. Uh, this is the one time I think you might be gay. Okay, I'm just gonna. I think you're gay, and that's how we're gonna end it. I told my girlfriend she's hotter with her shirt off. How do I apologize slash make things right? I kind of want to know a little bit more context into this question, but okay. So I'm okay. Let me put yourself. Let's do some. Let's do an acting exercise. Okay. Hey, babe. I don't know. You're in a casual conversation. Oh no, you you're way hotter with your shirt off. Like that's the thing. It's like, you don't think I'm attractive with my shirt on? I'm like, okay. Like, I guess that's, I mean, like, obviously you kind of trap yourself into a corner. I think it's one of those things, you know, women do. They'll trap you in a corner just to, like, upset you, you know, and to make you look like a fool. Uh, so it's probably fine, but if she's still, like, really upset about that, you know, um, she needs to probably realize that, um, for the most part, 99% of women probably do look better with their clothes, like, with their shirt off. You know, even, like, the gross ones, you know, you know, like, titties are titties. I'm always down to see some lady titties, you know? I am always down to see that. I don't even care if it's gross. I'm down to see that shit, you know? That's, that's how, that's how I think it is, you know? And, uh, yeah, so, clearly, clearly, clearly you have to make the, make the distinction that, oh, you're hot with your shirt on, too. I just prefer it when your shirt is off. Uh, you have to, you phrased it wrong, and you, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Because most, most guys don't, most guys aren't saying, you know, I, like, even then, it's just like, I don't know, isn't that a compliment, too? It's just like, you got some fucking nice titties. And I thought that's a, that does sound like a compliment, but I don't know, man. You need to, I don't know, maybe shut the fuck up and just. Maybe go down on her. Maybe that'll solve your problem. Because I think if you go down on her, it'll probably fix things very quickly. So, uh, yeah, so. Oh, no! Our table! Uh, problem solved. What was the experience that made you start hating cops? Okay. So, I mean, there's multiple stories I can tell. I'll, but you said the first experience. I'll say the first experience. Uh, I'll go... I'll go a little bit farther after the first experience. Multiple things. So, obviously, you know, getting speeding tickets or, or tickets in general, even for just nonsense, not like nonsense stuff, uh, will always make you just dislike a cop because at that point, you know, the purpose of police officers on the road is to protect people on the road, but then it's just become like a scam to get money out of people for going over the speed limit. So, they it turned into like speed limits are... They came for for the protection of everyone. It started off as that too, 
uh, a way for cops to easily make money off people because sometimes you just, you know, sometimes you're not on cruise control and your mind goes somewhere else and you're focused on driving and you just, you know, your lead foot, you know, is just making you go faster and faster. Then eventually you're like, whoa, I need to slow down, you know, stuff like that. And I think that's what cops are trying to take advantage of. They're just trying to take advantage of people and they're, they're not going for rich people. They're usually going for like, uh, people who live in poverty or poor people. Uh, so they look for crappier vehicles and stuff like that. So uh, it's kind of like, you know, that just makes you hate cops because it's just like they're just scamming people out of money for the most part. Uh, the the one story that made me do uh, really fucking hate, a cop, hate cops is uh, it was after The Force Awakens. I saw that movie uh, in theaters. And clearly, like, you know, people think Star Wars now and they're just like, eh, you know, but like back then, like this is Star Wars comeback since uh uh was it revenge of the sith like there hasn't been a, any there hasn't really been anything but like the clone war series since then so it was a big fucking deal movie theater was packed even like they had like extra parking and that was full too i found a spot behind the movie theater where the employees park and it was just like a smart move so anyways though go see the movie have a time uh and then after the movie, I called a friend because I wanted to talk about it. He knew, he was living in uh, Florida at the time. You know, we're talking about it. And then eventually, we're just I'm just sitting there talking to him on the phone. I'm not sitting there driving and stuff like that. I still want to talk to him. And then cops pull up, and I come out of there. I'm like, can I help you with anything? Uh, he's like, why are you here? And then uh, I was like, uh, well, I just saw the movie. Why are you behind the movie theater? I'm like, well, at the time, the parking lot's back now. Everyone's, like, left. And I'm just talking on the phone with a friend. Because of that, and they're like, all right, step out of the car, and we're going to need to do a search. I just let them search the car because I'm like, I know I don't have drugs. I just want to get this over with. They had to, like, fucking pat me down. They went way fucking overboard. Like, they thought it was just – back then, they probably thought I was smoking weed in my car. I'm like, first of all, I'm not going to go behind the movie theater to my car to smoke weed by myself when you clearly see me on the phone. And also, the car does not smell like weed at all. I don't think I even – yeah, at that point, I don't think I had weed yet. I don't. I didn't have weed till I was. I was twenty two, but I didn't have. I didn't try weed until I was also. It was like a couple months later is when the first time I tried. So, just like that, and so that made me really hate cops. And then I, you know, I drove for Uber a little bit, and you know, cops are just. And then like if you live in, if you go to downtown Nashville, the cops are like super aggressive, and just like fucking complete assholes, and like. They honestly cause more traffic problems than, like, the reason they're there is to help with traffic and some other safety aspects because there's going to be a lot of people there, so they want some security there. But they ended up being making things just way worse, and that's why I remember Nashville Pride didn't even, were like, cops are not allowed here. That's why, you know, and, like, obviously, uh, you know, obviously, uh, can't even remember their name, uh, Hands Up, Don't Shoot, you know, Ferguson, Missouri, all that stuff, and then just, you know, more and more examples, just cops are not in it for protecting citizens, they're in it for uh, capitalistic gains, like, to gain money, it's like a, just a scam program, it's like health insurance billing, you know, it's just they're scam, it's just a scam, and uh, they do everything they can to keep poor people poor, and uh, uh, keep lining the pockets of rich people, so uh, with that being said, yeah, um, I could, I could, I have way more stories with cops, and it's just uh, best advice I can give, pull out your phone, immediately start recording, and do not say anything to them. And if you get into a situation, always ask for a lawyer, ask if you're being detained. Uh, make sure you know all that shit, because cops, and I just I just hate the idea that, like, you go to court, and it's like, you, 
even have like a couple people with you, but the cops says something else. And you're like, well, the cops always right. And like, no cops are dirty bastards. And when they say the only good cops out there are a dead cop. Uh, so, and, and that's legit. Like, yeah, because a dead cop would actually die trying to protect someone. So, uh, yeah. So fuck you. If you're a police officer, you ain't no friend of mine. Practically, is it impossible to always be alone and never seek a relationship? My last relationship was four to five years ago, had an ugly breakup, and never felt the need to be in a relationship or hook up or anything. I'm just too comfortable and content with myself. I, I have numerous hobbies that I'm good at and enjoy doing. Not in a good shape, uh, worked, I don't know what that is, career, but I'm working on it. It's just that I feel I won't have a valid ad, value add in my life if I magically find someone. What, what I... All right, we're still recording. What is <laughs> said by something happened. Were uh, value add in my life if I magically find someone. What I feel is it will further complicate and make things worse for me. Or is it possible that I can be single and happy I like right now forever? Or is it just a phase? Um, yeah, no, I think I think it's important, and uh, people tell you otherwise and do the complete opposite. Uh, is that like yeah, you should don't like date. You know date for date, but don't, like, try to have a life, like, try to, like, I need to get married now, I need to get married now, just because you want that or need that, like, wait for the right person to come into your life and then do it, you know, that way, you know, that way you eventually get to a point where it's like, uh, breaking up's not an option for us, you know, find someone like that, so I think it's, it's really important instead of just finding the wrong person, uh, and stuff like that. Um, uh, the thing is, I don't know if you're, you didn't say your gender or, you know, whatever gender you, you said goodbye, but if you're a lady, you know, uh, you know, the whole kid situation, like maybe I, I'm not the, I'm not qualified at all to talk about it, but I don't know. You can freeze your eggs and stuff like that because, uh, for women, it is different for women because of that, uh, you know, that ticking clock on your, on your ovaries and shit like that and eggs and shit like that. Um, because that's the only thing, so if, like, that's why, I don't know, I would, I'd, I'm, I'm always very supportive of women, uh, you know, freeze your eggs, you know, it's like, if I was a woman, I'd definitely 100% freeze eggs, you know, it's like, I don't know if I want a kid or not, right, but I definitely don't want one right now, and the clock is ticking, so I'm just gonna, uh, take advantage of it, but, uh, I don't know, a good partner, like, a, the right partner will add value to your life, but the wrong partner will not, so, Think about it like that before you you go off again and stuff like that. Who's the most dangerous human alive right now? So, if I was going to say who, I don't think it's going to be when we think of dangerous. Are you thinking about, like, someone who could, like, literally just start murdering millions of people and get away with it? You know, like, one guy or, or woman or they, them, you know, but... I think the most dangerous people, and I just think people in general, like, uh, I think for the most part, like politicians, um, possibly, you know, a politician would be the qualification for probably someone who is a dangerous human alive because, uh, it's scary. And then like, we're currently living through that with Putin. We're like, Putin himself isn't scary. He's dangerous because of the things he has access to be able to do. Uh, as the leader of uh, Russia, uh, he—it's just so much power and stuff like that. And I think you know, uh, you know, I thought Donald Trump was pretty dangerous for a minute because I don't know, um, giving a guy who is very mentally unstable 
access to uh, a button that'll launch uh, nuclear bombs out to the world, that is so dangerous. So it's going to be have someone, uh, it'd have to be someone with a lot of power. That's why I always say like a politician or something like that. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, like a mob boss, like they're, they're only going to be able to kill so many people. They're only going to be so far. But like, you know, the United States military, I'm thinking about like the United States or like that. Our military is so are so fucking good because it's all where all our money goes. Uh, we like, I don't know if we really wanted to like the Mexican cartel or, or, you know, just like the, the Italian mafia or whatever. Like if we wanted to, we could just eliminate it. Fucking drone strike that shit very quickly. But, uh, you know, like that's the thing though. So like, we're like just going on like good faith that like these big politicians and world leaders are just not going to, like, destroy all of us. Like, we're just going on, like, pure faith that, like, I think they're at least a good enough person that they won't do that. Uh, which is fucking scary, because it's like, you know, some of us times we have bad days, and, um, you know, and if you had access to launch nuclear bombs and your day is just bad enough, you know, yeah, it's it can be really fucking scary. So, uh, be careful. This is the type of guy you get. So... And yeah, that's my that's my thoughts on that. What's the difference between a bad person and a person who does bad things? Uh, I think about this. If we're gonna talk about this, I think about this more from the theory. I think it's not. Is it the Nuremberg trials or something similar to that? Uh, let's think about like some Nazi sh- soldiers from you know Nazi Germany. So. A lot of times they're just, you know, they're just following orders from someone high up. Like the the Holocaust itself, like it, it was discovered. It wasn't it discovered after the war? I believe that's the true case because I was told my gr- stories. My grandpa, he wasn't there on day one, but he was there on day two. Like that's the story. I'm like that's a cool story. I'm like that's a cool detail. Why don't we just lie and say he was there on day one? Uh, but he was there on day two, and apparently. Like, yeah, it was discovered, like, at the end of the war and so stuff like that. And, like, you, I guarantee there were probably, like, guys who were in, like, the Nazi military or whatever uh, and probably didn't know about concentration camps. I don't know how many people. They were like, yeah, Jews used to live here. Now they're gone. I don't know what happened to them, you know? It's like, Amsterdam, never been there. Uh, Auschwitz. Uh, it's not. They're not Amsterdam. Fucking Auschwitz. Uh, and stuff like that. So I think about that because a lot of times when you're, like, following whatever, because you think... Like, even think about, like, the American military. Like, if they decide to do something they don't agree with, and especially, like, if you're in a situation where, like, you know, if it's a war crime, don't do it, because that's, you'll get big trouble for that. But, uh, but, like, yeah, you think about, like, uh, you're told to follow orders, but however, the orders are against kind of, like, a personal belief and a personal viewpoint. There's, like, ki- like I don't know, let, let's pretend, this is pretend, that, I don't know, there's, this, like, a small village or whatever, and you were told, like, and you're a soldier, and you were told, like, eliminate everyone in this village. And you're like, well, you know, like, I understand the combat between soldier to soldier, but I don't know. Like, I'm, I would be against killing innocent people. I'd be like, no, I'm not going to be killing innocent people and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I think there's stuff like that. But, like, you know, if it's something you don't know is a bad thing, you know, it can be bad. You know, I, you know, I've worked jobs. I worked in, like, a medical building, and that was, uh, that made you just feel horrible like 
You're just like, how much, like, just the medical industry is just ripping people off and just, like, gouging them uh, for care that other countries, other, uh, you know, uh, technologically advanced countries uh, don't have that problem. You know, it somehow, somehow wouldn't work in America. It works literally everywhere else. Uh, so, like, and you just feel bad, like, how much you're, like, you feel like you're scamming people, and you just feel so bad, you know? And, like, and that's why... That's probably what made me, that's one thing that probably made me drink a lot because you're just like, you feel bad about your job that you have and you're like, how do you live with yourself? I'm like, I drink heavily. Like, that's why. So, um, I think a bad person does bad things and they, they enjoy doing bad things and they think, uh, that this is a purpose, you know, to do a bad things is there's a reason for it and it's a good thing. But a person who does bad things, usually I would say is, someone following orders of someone else, not someone following orders of someone else doing a bad thing, not necessarily doing the bad thing because they think, you know, it's usually just the mindset of it all. Last question we got, what is a piece of advice that old people like to give that is completely useless in 2023? I recorded a pre-recorded, I think it's the same question. Uh, advice, I think, uh, you know, I think, I think it's just like any 90s kid will probably like tell you, uh, what, the, you know, the, uh, like what your parents told you as a kid, like clearly like the, be the biggest one was you're not going to have a calculator everywhere you go. You know, I'm like, clearly that's bullshit. And then like, you know, you take a test, like you're not going to have answers like this in the real world. I'm like all these answers could be a Google search in less time than it takes to even answer one of these questions, even like study and use that brain power. So stuff like that, I would, you know, I'd put under that category as well. Uh, one thing that I think I used to do that was really dumb is, uh, back in the day, you know, when you flush the toilet and the shower got cold, uh, the shower in the bathroom I had, you know, what I learned is you can unscrew it and like the heat thing is on like a limit or else, and it's usually has a little thing in there that stops it from getting any hotter that way you don't just like burn yourself you know and stuff like that and it's just a little stopper thing and uh before i knew that's what you had to do uh i would like not flush the toilet because to be scared like the t the shower would be cold because it was already somewhat cold like it, the hot water did not last long like before you got used to it but uh with, uh, yeah, and I was like, don't flush the toilet. So then I'd take my morning shit and then take a shower, and I'd just be letting a fucking brown little turtle in there start simmering uh, for the world. And so that was cool. That was a cool thing I did. Uh, one other 90s thing. Let's just Google it. Fuck it. I'll do what you didn't do and Google it. Uh, what's a piece of advice that... Old people like to give. I should have thought this through. All right, 26 pieces of advice from seniors to millennials. Uh, don't fear aging. Um, that's okay, worrying about so much. Meaningful story. Oh, yeah, the money doesn't buy happiness is probably the best one. Where it's like, Oh, money doesn't buy happiness. Yes, it fucking does. It can't buy you, like, friendships and human connection. Uh, it, I mean, it can help, but, uh, in certain aspects, but it can't really help you with human connection and, like, relationships, but it will make you happy. Like, 
the fact that because like so many like things that make people unhappy and stressed and depressed is just lack of financial stability. And when you have financial stability, like you know how many people's lives are so much better. Like we we all work jobs to like enslave over our jobs uh, just so we get paid. Because if we don't get paid, then like our lives will significantly get worse. And so money doesn't buy happiness is fucking nonsense advice. But besides that, though, this is how we end today's episode of Cancel Sweezy, better known as the Lord's Trademark Favorite Podcast. Uh, follow me on social media at the Sweezy. Your preferred mu- music streaming service is under Sweezy. Just find me there. Uh, and make sure your Patreon, Cash App, or PayPal, great way to say thank you for being a friend. But don't forget to subscribe, especially on YouTube, and share those highlights with your friends. And uh, leave a review and a 5, 4, 3, 2, or 1 star rating. So, honk if you love butt drugs, and stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. Thank you for tuning in to Cancel Shweezy, the Lord's trademark favorite podcast, and joining me on this incredible journey. I hope you've enjoyed the valuable insights and engaging discussion I brought to your ears. To ensure you never miss an episode, hit that subscribe button now. By subscribing, you'll receive automatic updates, Whenever we release new content, keeping you in the loop with the latest episodes and topics. Subscribing not only guarantees that you'll never miss a beat, but also helps support our show. Your subscription plays a crucial role in helping us continue to bring you high-quality content and maintain our podcast growth. So whether you're listening on your favorite podcast platform or watching our YouTube channel, take a moment to click that subscribe button. Join our community of passionate listeners and be part of the journey. Personally, I appreciate your support, and together, we can make this podcast even better. So don't wait any longer. Hit that subscribe button now and stay connected with us. Thank you for being part of our podcast family.